amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups, it's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. Winter, spring, summer, fall, seasons change. We still keep it together. Hey, Beverly Hills 90210 fans. Are you ready to dive deep? Episode by episode. Storyline by storyline. Character by character. As we break down the making of your favorite zip code. With your host. Charles Rose. Did I say that? Yeah. Mary Mullins. This Mullen. thing about the, the, the real person. And we go, what? We're getting rid of this guy. Pete Ferrero. I'm feeling wonderful. <laughs> Kathleen <laughs> looks crush, TV crush worthy. Like so many special guests. And all your questions. Live on the Beverly Hills 90210 show. Oh, yeah. Well, here we are back live again. It's been a minute since the three of us have been together. Uh, it's good to see both you, Chuck and Larry. Charles, how are things going? You're in a different location. It's an alternate universe for you. Yeah, today we're uh, out of the man cave, out of the uh, the basement, and instead here in Marina Del Rey, just down the alley from Larry. Chuck! Hi, Larry. Uh, we're leaving September, but this is the outside area. Behind that door is our bedroom. Wow. And, uh, that's where Karen is uh, in, in there uh, and, and wanted me to stay close to the burning fires. And so we'll be here for another uh, month, hopefully a little longer. We'll have to see. going to be a big, big move. And here and there, still got a lot of work to do. Mm. But uh, the beaches, I just was out there, Larry, and I walked up past your place, knew that you'd be preparing for the show, and and the beach was absolutely empty. And we went all the way to the low tide. Mm. Dogs didn't get wet. That's a myth. I spent uh, some time over there. That beach is incredible, Larry. You have a beautiful beach outside uh, your your property. Uh, It was not too windy, Chuck? I went down the other side of the lagoon uh, Quite beautiful. to walk the dog before yeah. the show. In the early afternoon, I think, yes. But but by the end of the day, not mm, so much. Good. But when I was walking with the dogs, I had one thought that I wanted to frame relative to talking about Steve and romance. Okay. Right? Because you really have to start with the character of Steve and the notion of, of where he was in the 90210 pecking order. And that he was an auxiliary character. The point was this was going to be a Walsh family show. He established the Walsh family and their friends. And um, and in that, uh, his, his deal was less than some of the other performers. Really? Mm. Yes, he was not every episode produced because the spelling, it was a low budget sure. production yeah. and he's and, and we had to spend our time and resources building up the Walsh's, so it was thought. So what we, as we three discussed in, in, in prepping for the show uh, the other day, is that, you know, he was sexual. That was the one thing. And he had sex with, with Kelly Taylor. I mean, this was that's all that was established in the, in the pilot. He was rich. He had a Corvette. 
It was, you know, he was a north, as I later would refer to him as a north of Sunset homeboy. And he was very, his essence was Beverly Hills. And he reminded me a lot of uh, friends of mine who mostly were the grade above me, the class of 1969. Yes. I was a class of 70. Couple, Chuck, couple of you know, like, there was a word for that. He, he was an ass man. He was, a, you know, he was a, he was a cool guy. He was a yeah, player. and he was he was showbiz. He was showbiz. There was there was he was north of sunset. He had, had all of those elements, but his character was solidified on the show with his romance, i.e., bromance with Brandon. Totally. In Slumber Party, that's when he really became a character. Dar Darren did him a a mitzvah, as as we say on Saturday mornings. Um, and it's interesting. And that to give him that depth of a relationship because he was he was flotsam, and then it was like, yeah, now these guys are buddies, and this is you know the Beverly Hills guy, and 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 I think at that point, I think Steve slash Ian was locked in. He could carry story. Yeah, I have a lot of clips right. of the early, early days of the pilot. Why don't we jump right? Larry, do you have a thought on anything that you just heard or what your origins of Steve was sort of later well, on? Well, I, I liked hearing that whole thing because, again, you know, he, he was a peripheral character who, you know, became, you know, an integral part of the show. But and so his quick his quick read was he was a player. He was the ass man on campus. He had been he had been there, the Beverly Hills guy. When I when I came in in, in season four. I remember Chuck saying to me, we, I was walking out of his office, I had the job, but he said to me, we have to make the world safe for immaturity. <laughs> Do you remember this at all, Chuck? Oh, yeah. But I really was heartened by that. Because I said, I can do that. <laughs> Helping to make the, keep the world safe. And Steve, and Steve yes, Sanders was, was the, prime, you know, the prime recipient of that. Of and that he was the one, yes. We, we talk about Steve Wasserman on this show a bunch. Were was Steve Sanders? Were there things that came out of Steve Wasserman that were Steve Sanders oriented? Well, the show business thing, because because uh, Was Wasserman kind of always fancied himself as knowing the music business and knowing this and that, and so he he projected a kind of Hollywood uh, patina. Yeah, so, Porsche. Yeah, you know, and I and Steve Sanders had that. Yeah. Um. Uh, the scamming part of it, yeah. We, well, we all got off on that. Yeah. I mean, that, that's just the point. You have a scammer yeah. in your midst, uh, and especially with and I and I have to own a lot of that. But that's we're talking romance today. Not yeah, romance. totally. Yeah, yeah. that's the of the other show, the scams of C. Sanders. That's right. But oh, that would be fun. So yeah, romance. Uh, I'm not even going to ask because I'm not familiar, but I know that uh, he hit on some girls in the first couple of seasons. But it, as far as I can tell, it was basically about Kelly Taylor. Well, let's look at that from the pilot. There's two scenes I want to show you. Um, it's the inter. This is the pilot, so this goes. We're going really going into the wayback machine. Really? Here. Predates me. Even That's right. With my name on it. This this footage you're gonna see where I was. It's, it, it's so interesting too because it's so it looks so different than everything that we know about nine hundred two one zero. So it doesn't even look like the same show in a lot of ways. But this is uh, this is a couple of scenes. Hi. You want to dance? No, thanks. I'm fine right here. Oh come on! Everybody's dancing. What do you want from me? I said I don't want to dance. You are so cold, you know that? Get over it, Steve. No, get over yourself. <laughs> You're real strong. Yeah, yeah, okay. Okay. 
All right, there we have that. And then this is Steve talking to David about that. You know her? Yeah, I know her. She's hot. She is the biggest bitch at West Beverly High. I should know. I went out with her for a year. Well, what happened? I dumped her. She's lousy in bed. She's got a nasty personality. I can live with that. Who are you? Oh, uh, David Silver. Steve Sanders. Uh, she's lousy in bed. Is that, did I hear right there? Is that what he said? <laughs> he did say that. Wow. And I, I have to say that that would have been, you know, this was shot, this was done. That one would have probably not passed the rose and smell test. That I wouldn't have wanted to lay that on the character of Steve, that somehow he was a judge about who was good in bed and not good in bed for the yeah, actual I mean, sex I mean, act. There were times that Larry probably will confirm this, Pete. You mm. can ask this. This is usually an air, a Larry kissing kind of question. Sure, always. But you would know, you know, that song, you know, well, is it in his arm? No, it's in his kiss. You know, some makeouts were just duds. There was nothing you anyone could do to, to pep it up, to get anyone interested in it. So, you know. Well, but I will say, though, Chuck, in defense of the writing of this thing, that um, – when you're watching this show as a kid and you have never seen anyone say she's a real bitch, like, you know, that is... Oh, I like that. I'm just yeah. talking about the line about the bed. I know, but all of it sort of plays into, I'm going to be watching a totally different kind of show right now. You yeah, know what I mean? He's like, theoretically, a sophomore in high school at this point. Exactly. Yeah, uh, so... You know, 16 years old at the most. Is it fun for you, Larry, to look back on some of these old... old have you ever watched the pilot of Beverly Hills 90210 as a research yes. assignment? Yeah, yes, at one point I did. Uh, but I still am not, I don't know what that Did you well, fast forward through that? Or did you fast forward through Because it's a very long-winded pilot. I don't know if you're aware. I don't, I don't <laughs> you know, I remember. All right. Uh, look, me. I'm going to skip ahead. There's definitely the, the rich girl that he sees for a hot minute. But I thought going to what Chuck was talking about is important here. This is a moment with Steve where I think he becomes a character on the show. I want to drive it. What? Your car. I want to drive it. Sure, anytime. Uh, I want to drive it now. No. Come on! Oh, Drew the collar. What are you doing? What's my dad going to say about this? Just tell him the truth. <laughs> he might ever let me live this one down. What, what if people at school find out? I'm going to be totally humiliated. You got to swear. You got to swear you're not going to tell anybody about this. Scout's on <laughs> So there you have a really, really... That's the first uh, yeah. really emotional bond right there. Julie, Julie McCullough. Is the oh, girl, my God. Right? Julie McCullough. Love Julie. She was in a pilot with me. I, she was a doll. Yeah, really. Love, hope she's doing well. I don't know. She's a comedian now, but she looked so great back then. Do you know that she was in, you know, about all the trouble she caused on Growing Pains? Well, she didn't cause problems. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, she was uh, so sexual. It was too much for the other girl. She uh, was in Playboy and... 
Kurt Cameron had her shut down from the the, yeah. the show once once he found out. That's a no no. And yeah. so beautiful. The first Playboy I brought. We talked we talked about that at some point, Larry uh, Chuck. <laughs> yeah, was just to see Julie McCullough. Uh, so first, fact. so first season, did he have a relationship with anyone other than this, other than the Kelly Taylor? Because no. the, the Kelly Taylor is the thing, and they have a blowout at the end of the season at Spring Dance. I'm about Although to show. He, you. he does share a kiss with Andrea Zuckerman. He does. Yes, he does. Well, you got to try. It's a Episode numbers game. Five. It's a numbers game. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and Andrea, what happens? Andrea. She isn't, uh, it's a it's not going to happen. No, yeah. it wasn't. It just it just occurred. Yeah. yeah, I don't remember. We'll have to look at that. We've never really looked at higher education. No, we have not. It's one of the ones we've never do- dove into. All right, let's do that one before we do the the crap ass. Okay, uh, Chuck. What about this season with Steve and Kelly? I mean, you got you. You've always said you were trying. You were figuring it all out in the season. But was there thoughts like this should be a relationship? We'll get them back together. Never, was any never. none of that was ever happening? Never, never. It was just the the, the love that he lost. It was his That's crush. Right. It's yeah. going to be, or, or that there's that she that he can't have, or that he talks about. But we weren't thinking of using him in in that way. We again, it was all about look at the episodes, yeah. look what they're about. They're all. Focused on Brandon or Brenda, Brandon and Brenda, and that's that's what the show was—a wall show. So both of them, it, it, Kelly got to break through a Perfect Mom as as a big one focused on her, but really the big focuses with um, with uh, with Steve's character was when he went back to search for his birth mother, right. In but the, first, the first, first romance then is, is really Celeste. Is that really the, the first relationship? I, yeah, I, the first long term girlfriend than, is Celeste, than, uh, according uh, to this. But let's look at some of the fun ones. Here's a big conversation him and Kelly have at Spring Dance. Yeah, that's what I remember really well, that one. Oh, yeah? Your mom spends half her life in detox, the other half her life unconscious. Shut up. And I've never even met the man who you claim is your father, although I suppose it doesn't matter too much as long as the checks keep coming in on time. Why are you trying to ruin my night? I'm not trying to ruin your night. I just get so angry when all you had to do was say one word. Just one word to let me know you cared about me. I do care about you, Steve. I said I'm sorry. I don't know what else I can do. I'm sorry too. I don't know why I said these things. Because deep inside you're just a jerk, that's why. So, Ooh, but it, that's even. That's a burn. That's a pretty much a. It's a burn, but I mean. <laughs> but, like, even though you're not considering bringing them back, it's heavy stuff that's going on with them to the fallout of their. Well, that's, that's spring dance. Yeah. So that's, that's the very end of season one. It's still being explored. You know, at the end of that season, that it's not happening. It's not getting back together. He's being a jerk. So it is something that is in. It is something that's in Steve's love interests. Yes, absolutely. Because you start the season, you start the pilot off. They he already kind of has has been intimate with her. Now in the end, he really wants back in. 
she didn't, he wants to at least know that she cared about him. I mean, for, for all the time, he was ma- making it look like he didn't give a shit. Uh, it was cool. And then season two, he had some... Uh, There's a lot of other uh, stuff happening here. Let's see. There's this incident. When a girl dresses like a slut... You really don't have a clue, do you, pal? Punches out a guy that attempt to attack uh, Kelly. I did not show the clip where he, she, she got attacked because he wasn't there for that. But um, so he's still always coming to Kelly's aid. Yes, well, you keep that a lot. There was nothing more we needed to do with it. Yeah. Yeah. That, that's all we and had it to gets do. Good. Just, you know, keep it, that floated in the background and that it's important and he would. You know, go to battle for her, what? Oh, yeah. that. You can always bring it out too, because we have that thing when we get to season five, where you know Brandon now is secretly with Kelly, and Steve he doesn't know. Here's some fun stuff. Here's here's some fun, Steve. All right, stud mania out of control. Well, guess who else met a girl today? You. Earthquake material. Won't be contagious. Ah, I hope not. I'm going out with her tonight. <laughs> you were fast. Well, I've got to. She's only going to be in L.A. for a week. When to? She's going back to Florida. She's visiting her aunt Betty in Brentwood. Is that the girl you asked out? Yeah. Me too. No. Yes, Steve. Now settle, Brandon. I met her first, Steve. It's customary in America for women to have some sort of say over who they're going to go out with, is it not? Fine. She's yours. You go out with her. Steve, what's your problem? Brandon, I'm not going to compete with you over a girl. I know what she's going to say. I've been down that road before. She's going to say... Hey, Steve. How you doing? See you in a couple of hours. Yeah, uh, but he really, you know, of course, Steve gets himself into all kinds of trouble because he thinks he swaps the girls. I've wanted to do that since I first saw you. Hey, didn't you say the same thing to Rory the night you took her to the crab house? No, no, Rory and I had nothing going on. She's a good sport. She's boring. You think so? Yeah. She's not nearly as hot or sexy as you are. Let's do it. Let's go for it. I'm not Claire, you dumb guy. I'm Rory. <laughs> what did you think of the kiss there, Larry? It was good. It very, you know, I, I was working it. You know, I'm happy with it. Uh, I, you know, I, it was good. Yeah, I thought that Using was... it as a building block. Yeah. yeah no, again, you know. You know but that's but... funny. Yeah, that's uh, that's my cop. You know, I didn't do that, get to do too much comedy on the I was going to say, so that's, that's what he was there, you know. And some the... laughs. And that's exactly, and he was, that's why I saw him, as, as that he would be able to be that for us. And also was just really true to the Beverly Hills ambiance. Mm. You know, he looked and felt Beverly Hills. 
Very important. Uh, Brian Armando, our friend, says, I always felt Steve stayed consistent in his actions through yeah, all he, seasons in some growth. shape or form. That's very <laughs> true. Uh, Catherine West has pointed out that is Leanna and Monica Creel, who yeah, we just love here. Good. Monica is so sweet and kind, and I still stay in touch with her. Very cool person. Um, let's see if anybody else. Oh, Lisa says, by the way, I read Larry's new book. It's so good. I highly recommend it. Sweet. <laughs> Larry, what new book is this? Is this the book well, that you... Yes, this is the Pool Guys Kid. It's just, um, I've got some wonderful beta readers out there, uh, like Lisa, trying to get a perspective on my next move on it. But yeah, it's finished and sounding is pretty good. Okay. Yeah. Uh, thank you, Lisa. <laughs> Um, okay, let's yeah, go. I mean, the thing about Steve, though, when you think about it, I mean, his character is pretty consistent. I mean, he showed, you know, his vulnerability or whatever, but, you know, I mean, luckily for us, at least in the, in the all the way through college, he really didn't really ever learn his lessons, ever. I mean, like, no. he continued, when well, that was part of the charm of the character, perhaps maybe after college, where he kind of had to settle down and become more mature, maybe the character became uh, uh, less Steve. Just when you think that Steve has can't top it, he always finds a way to top it. I mean, you kept that theme going, uh, Larry. Let's see. Here's where he meets uh, Celeste. Uh, this is not the whole game show, but this, I think, is, this, is the important conversation. After the whole um, thing, he wants to get to the party. They're outside, and they get out of the limo, and they have this chat. I've never seen anyone finish dinner so quickly. I told you I'd get you here. Are you sure you won't come in with me? No, they're your friends. Thanks, Celeste. For everything. Go on. Maybe you can get in there before Kelly blows out her candles. Can I call you? You better. With the right kiss, by the way, very good. I love that. Yeah, scene. that was nice. I was wondering who directed that episode. Can we find mm. out real quick? Yeah, we can. Yeah. You yes. know what's, what's good is that Steve got his own good. He got the romantic score there. That was the first time he probably what he had. Romantic That's right. That score. was a milestone right there. Not not, not comedic score. He had romantic score. Meanwhile, oh, he out he out got it over Brandon. Yeah. She, you know, she had the choice of which to take. That's right. Wow. Well, that, that is interesting, though, Chuck, to, something I wanted to bring up. There is a competitive nature between the two characters that Brandon and Steve are sometimes interested in the same girl. They talk like, I mean, even the girl that we've, the the, the racist character that we, we've had on the show here, like there's even a little play there. There's a play with the twins that we just saw. So the choice to finally let Celeste, Steve be the one picked, it had to happen at some point, right? Absolutely, and you then you know move that plot forward, and we did. Yeah, yeah. Wrong, yeah. they they were wonderful together. Really, really nice. Yeah, and we've had her here. You can look that up in the archives and see what that was all about. All right, let's see. It does, of course. You know, Steve's ways always come up in, into play. You know Steve, Mr. Congeniality. Yeah. Listen, Celeste, if you're gonna keep getting jealous, Steve's gonna drive you crazy. You know how he is. What the hell? 
good stuff. Good, stuff. Good, good, good spike there. Good no, spike there by her too. There, you know, we didn't write it again, Larry, and I and I bet we weren't appreciated to use that, or there was a limit on how much we could use the pool. Yeah, I need to college. tell you that I don't know that you ever used the pool again, but it is I, the it probably was a limit. Great set. My yeah. God, it was so cool. And like, I just wanted to go hang. Like, it feels like you're there and you want to go hang out with everybody. You know, right. I mean, so that is the pool at so, CU. Yeah, Occid yeah, Occidental. Yeah, just, and see, I mean, Steve, you know, there he is in the pool. He's got his face uh, up against her upper body pride. I mean, it's just, you know, again, he can't help himself. And uh, that was the cool stuff. That was a good. The player thing. that you were talking about. That's him with Brooks East there, who's the, you know, he's well, flirting around. And so it's you're setting up essentially that Steve is not going, and Celeste is not going to be a, a long-term thing. But he stays with Celeste for, for some time through this series you know but we just don't see it we don't see the relationship all the time we hear about it no it comes well, back at the end of the well, season but yeah but here we are in in the same season i mean now we're in season four and the whole um thing with the uh with the other with the actress oh laura kingman oh, i'm gonna get to that now yeah, yeah but that's so that's uh, bad not that long after this it's right after it. So let's take a look and see what I pulled here. I'm sorry about all the phone calls. I just kept thinking about you. It's no big deal, really. Didn't you think about me a little bit, too? Yeah. And Laura, I have something I need to tell you. Oh, something good, I hope. <laughs> Laura, I have a girlfriend. Kelly be saying how tonight she closes the deal. She was giving me the vibe all through dinner. Man, why don't you cut her a break? Is that all you think about? Yeah, I know you used to have a thing for her, Sanders, but come on, she's into me now. Well, of course. But does she know about that bunch of girls you have on the side? Oh, like uh, you told Celeste about, uh, what's her name? Love Bunny? No, I didn't. But I did tell Laura about Celeste, and believe me, it would have been an education for both of you to see how hurt she was. Oh, I get it. You hurt Laura, so I shouldn't sleep with Kelly. Well, that makes a lot of sense. Serious, this is not a game. People do get bruised, you know. Thank you for sharing, Mr. Sensei. Oh, fabulous. First of all, can I just say, I, I know Tracy Mittendorf does oh not like anything God. to do with Beverly Hills 90210. It's, it's, the, it's whatever, the black mark in her yeah. career, whatever, however she looks at it, but it, it, she is so fucking good as Laura red, red, red flag girlfriend, red flag. Red flag. <laughs> She's so. You just know never the, should have gone into that set. The face that she makes when he's when it's not good news. I hope it's good. <laughs> it's, and and I is fabulous. In that. He's breaking it. He's breaking it off with her, and her reactions to stuff are just incredible. She was. And, and gentlemen, how cool is it that that's happening? And in the background, playing without any hesitation is I heard it through the grapevine. Oh, yeah. of course, man. Yeah. Hey, um, she lives in uh, New Orleans. She lives in New She Orleans. does. Maybe we can get um get Caitlin, Caitlin Ryan, uh, Ryan to go down there and knock on her fucking door. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, and it's say what's up? They go problems there in New Orleans this year. Oh, at Mardi Gras? Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah, it's America, you know. <laughs> 
Yes. Uh, here are the two different versions of Take Back the Night, the two versions of their stories of what happened. More Laura Kingman here. And he pushed me back onto the bed. I tried to get him to stop, but he wouldn't. And I, I tried to push him off, but he, he was too heavy. I begged him to stop. Finally, I just said, if you're going to do this, please at least use a condom. You know how it works. But the insane thing about it is I didn't even think we were going to go all the way until she pulls a condom out of her own purse. What is that? She was into it. Believe me, she was into it. So, uh... You know, written by Ben, of course, so... Oh, yeah, Larry, do you want to talk about that or should I not? No, I, I'm just learning this, Chuck. I'm learning this. Oh, uh, you uh, don't know this, Chuck. Before we came on the air, I informed Larry that on the other podcast with two actresses from Beverly Hills 90210, that they have come down a little bit on Larry about some of his male-oriented writing. So uh, Sherry Weiss pointed out that I should ask Larry about this. Does he feel that that was the case? Um, which I asked Larry in the beginning, was not going to bring it up, but you brought it up. So what what is your thoughts on this? And I'll comment too at a certain point. Mm -hmm. Go ahead, Larry. I I have no, I mean, look, look, the the work is the work. It's all in the haze in the barn. There's nothing to really say. I got nothing at stake. People like it, you know. We're all watching it still. And you're talking about it. It's fine. It's good. Uh, Look, I, you know, I worked in wrestling. I understand what heels are. You're, You're doing a little bit of throwing some shade. It's fine. You're cutting a promo, <laughs> cutting a promo. I what else are they going to talk about? You know, have we um, been? Have we know, been? Maybe, maybe they're mad because you know I always was, you know, a a, a Dylan Brenda guy. You know, maybe that's what that is true. Mind. Maybe that's maybe, maybe that. that is. I've been, uh, I've been on mind. record as that, and that might be hurtful to uh, the person to... playing Kelly. <laughs> I don't know. She I will, don't know. She will not be named. Uh, Chuck, you had a thought. Yeah, I'm just stunned about the with the direction of this. Conversation. Oh, I didn't know it was going there either. I talked with the. Oh, no, I mean, yeah, we wrote what we wrote. Look, it's in the bag. It doesn't, you know, you can look but at it. I, way. I, um, no, I was going. The point was, is that that's exactly right. I mean, the idea was, is that the show wasn't. We didn't. We. By the time Larry came on to the show, we had. Seven out of 10 young women between the ages of 14 and 21 watching our TV show. We didn't need any help getting girls to watch our TV show. We needed help getting a bigger guy to me. That's right. You need to broaden the demo. And that was, you know, I mean, the strength of Chip came into being, came into play, and Larry joined us. And you know, and to Richard Gollins, too. He was an all-purpose writer. And that was the writer, the other writer that they have taken issue with as well. It's Richard Gollins. What, a gay, they don't like a gay guy? Is that... <laughs> no, no. No, they say it's male. In peace. Um, yeah. Oh, uh, come on. He was... He, that, that they, they actually... Uh, that's an interesting critique, but they should have uh, someone on there to, to challenge it because it's wrong. It's something that they said. It's fair that we respond to it. So, I, you know, the works. I mean, we love them here. We I think that they're fantastic and all that stuff. But I, I love what they did. I'm, I've got no. Yeah, I'm fine with it. Yeah, yeah. And Richard, I, I liked Richard. You know, I, hey, by the way, the difference between 
uh, Tori and, and Jenny and me is I fired Richard. But I, I liked him. <laughs> anyway, where, where are we in the no, Steve? Uh, in I the never Steve know when one of those things are just going to come out. Of... <laughs> All right, well, let's, go. let's go back to the many loves of Steve because we've yeah. we, we, no, no. only blowing the whole Celeste thing. No, yeah, wait, I wanted to. Uh... Oh, okay. Oh, I was going to also point out that, you know, you guys had Jessica Klein, you had had Amy Spees write for the show, so there were female voices in the room uh, a lot through the making of 90210. Well, also, let's not forget the one who had as much influence as, as anyone in those rooms was Karen. And Ka I was going to say, and Karen Rosen as well. No. Yep. Okay, let's look at uh, this. And he's really tall. <laughs> he's really good looking. <laughs> And he's really hot. Really? Hi, Stevie. Oh, John. <laughs> now. So there's that. I mean, obviously, we know that he did eventually break up with uh, Celeste. I did not put that clip in here. We've watched that multiple times already on this show. Um, and, but that is sort of the the payback of uh, John Sears and all of that and Celeste's return. But it's indicated in this episode that they have rekindled because where we're going to go is like that Celeste and Steve have rekindled because at the start of the next season, there is all this conversation about... Uh, about and that's right well they're not there yet on that other show they're only in season four here, here here's here's where we go action on the beach well that was july and what about august in august she gave me the big aloha man yeah we were snorkeling in kapalua bay one day and we literally swam into some guy she knew from high school it turns out he was a great lost love of her life sorry I know you kind of had your sights set on her for the long haul. Maybe it was for the best. In fact, I don't think the timing could have been better. Really? Yeah. You know, after she bailed, I'd go out to the driving range, knock out a couple buckets, and there I'd be, overlooking the ocean. Trade winds blowing in my face, everything smelling all fresh and tropical. And all I could think about were all the failed relationships I've been in. Uh, Steve, don't get down on yourself, man. You'll find the right girl someday. I know. I already have. Yeah? Yeah, there's only one girl who matters to me. We both know who she is. We do? Kelly. Kelly Taylor? Kelly is the great love of my life. I'm gonna do everything in my power to win her over, and you gotta help me. <laughs> <laughs> No, that's a good part. I mean, that's, All right, that's, good break. That's, that's good vertical integration of the main characters. I love that, man. And it's like, you know, you thinking of, I'm sure this is the first episode of that season. You, we end up on this thing where Celeste and Steve may or may not be seeing each other. It's perfect that all this, and now Kelly and Brandon have been dating and not telling anybody or whatever. And now here we have, you know, Steve being really into her. So I think that's great, great stuff. I showed the mud. We showed we showed that um, fifteen, and then well, the next big relationship is well, there is L, which I did not pull the clip from. Uh, do you want to oh. talk about L? The the just it was a joke. The trans gender age well in this world of uh, you know you don't want to hurt anyone's feelings, but uh, yeah, we had a, a woman uh, play a man playing a woman. Yeah. 
You had a woman playing a transgender. Man, it's a person. Like a woman, yeah. Yeah. Uh, being a woman, yeah. Ahead of our time again. Yeah, there we were. We brought her back. Chuck, Chuck, we brought her back, and uh, Chancellor Arnold sits next to her at an awards dinner and, and spikes up a little relationship with her. Like he was, he has another date with her. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> <laughs> it becomes a big point of contention between Steve and Claire. Yeah. Um, yeah. I yeah. want to see some comments yeah. here. Let's see what people said. Uh, uh, our friend Kristen McIsaac says, and what you wrote, Larry, was perfect. Perfect. Well, thank you. Yes. Uh, Catherine Rest says, give me a break. It's a 90s show that was ahead of its time. The show is 30 years old. There you go, Catherine. Thank you for that comment. Um, and our friend Brian Navarro, who we met in Las Vegas, Brian. says... Oh my God! I'm texting Caitlin to look for Tracy. So there you go, there you go, Brian. Tiffany says, "I always love listening to Larry talk about the characters. I feel like he generally cares about them and the storytelling. In a TV show, there has to be different points of view, or it would be boring. Also, there are so many episodes. I have learned so much about what goes into TV writing and storytelling from this podcast. It sounds like endless work." Well, there you go. That, and it is. It's a privilege. It always felt like a privilege to write that show. It really, really did. Okay. And the, and you, and the actors should be uh, so thankful for the work. They, yeah. They're working. They're making some money. Yeah. As, as Ian says, the gift that keeps on giving. No doubt. And I'm sure that they are. And the podcast is a place where they get to sound off on whatnot. And it's just all in fun. Now, Ian, he, is he going to be in Connecticut? Ian was there. Oh, yeah. So everybody, you guys got to go check that out. March 16th. We won't be there. But uh, the 90s podcast, the 90s podcast, the 90s, what is it? Con convention yeah. is going to have Ian, Jason, uh, Shannon, Shannon. but Shannon is not in that yeah. panel. Shannon well, is in a different panel. I don't know. And, and then uh, Tori, Jenny, Jenny, Rebecca Gayhart, which is so dope, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's. I would go there just to meet her, you know. Uh, and Ian, we said Ian, Ian, Jason, all kind of came together. Yeah. And Shannon uh, is with. You said she's with the Charmed panel. Yeah. There you go. Free plug for the 90s con. I hope yeah. you guys... <laughs> and then the, the other con, uh, which is the Fab Five folks, I have one in Charleston in uh, September, I think September 15th to 16th or 17th. And we're thinking about maybe going there. A lot of people are going, Jason. We will be involved. And I should tell everybody that we have... I, I don't know if I told you guys this, but right, I have touched, touched base with the 90s con people, and we're going to think of things that we can do together. So that's that is in the... That has happened. And also, like Larry said, there's something going on in South Carolina in case you can't make it to yeah. uh, with our buddy Ryan and uh, John Sears, right? Addison and Ryan yeah. and, and Jason. Right. So there's a lot going on with 90210. Yeah. And it's a great city, Charleston. So that, that's the moment. There is um, the two big relationships we have to talk about, but uh, there is this thing with um, Valerie. And all I could think about were all the failed relationships I've been in. Uh, Steve, don't get down on yourself. Man. Maybe this is not the clip. This is the end of the other clip. Yeah, it Val, says Val. Yeah, hold up. Yeah, I got it here, guys. I got it. Val. It said Val in the clip. 
I mean, <laughs> you can always count on me to fuck something up in in a clip oriented episode. So uh, that is not here. But anyway, there is this thing where he gets together with Valerie. And when Valerie first comes into town, there is a scene where Steve and Valerie almost make out because uh, he wants to take her out on the town. And they are in the car and Brandon. Oh, yeah. It's a convertible. And there is a little bit of play with um, Steve and Valerie when she first gets into town, right? Oh, yeah. Yes. And she teases the hell out of him. And, you know, I mean, he thinks it's he thinks the relationship is one place and she has no interest at all because uh, she's interested in Dylan at that point. That's right. Oh. And she's she goes down that road to try to find. No, 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 no. She doesn't know Dylan is at that point. Right. But she does. Oh, before, yeah, I'm at a couple episodes in. Yeah. The, in, the, in, the, in the first episode, she just. You know, Steve's uh, you know, just doing his Beverly Hills thing. Oh, he's got yeah, the avocado head, whatever you, however yeah. you. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah, he just he just represents that. But 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 Larry does say happens because then Dylan and Valerie start hooking up. Dylan doesn't know who Valerie is, and Steve. She's also kind of seeing Steve at the same time, though she's not really seeing Steve. She's just kind of hooking up with Steve, and then even she's Dylan leading, is leading him on. She's leading to him totally on. leading him on. And then, you know, and then there's the whole thing that Dylan and Steve even have a little bit of. Oh, is that, is that where the punch comes in? No, uh, no. But I think Dylan and Steve have an issue over it. Yes, that's, where they, that's where the punch comes. That's in. right. Yes. I remember they had an issue at the I remember at the Peach Pit. They were talking about, you know, Steve has been now knows that Valerie and Steve have been sort of seeing each other. Dylan knows that. And there's some conflict there. Another mini triangle yep 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 okay let's see oh Catherine west says that she definitely plays steve and dylan maggie thinks val was straight to the point he wasn't used to that yeah okay then there's claire arnold yeah, we have the Unreal World episode. I just realized they kind of we kind of do a foreshadow with. Well, that that's what she's I wanted to, to ask you about. She's trying to make David jealous. Now, of course, I think Claire Arnold is amazing and the most the best thing about nine hundred two one zero. Just to get that, speak, right. to that speak to that a bit. Just 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 to get that off my chest in case I haven't said that. And uh, but there is this scene. I'm, I just put like a few scenes of him and Claire together. They continued on with this, Chuck, after you left. And here are some of the Steve and Claire moments. Boy, you should be loosening up the parties. Well, during the day, I'm just a neurotic, insecure mess. But at night, when the glasses come off, look out. I feel like that you may have grabbed... Uh, <laughs> Clara's real life journal, because that's like I feel like that's pretty spot on. <laughs> I don't know. Why I'm yeah, uh, a little while ago, she's uh, she's sitting over there. Oh, this is uh, season six. This is like computer dating. <laughs> crank this up wait so that is computer that dating computer they, they dating. both early, early computer dating brilliant <laughs> stuff they both are signed up for the same i don't know what it's bumble chat for, <laughs> chat for men seeking yeah. women seeking whatever you know 
Yeah, it was like early. Uh, you were early on that. I mean, you brought that into us with the, the Rolling oh. Stones and a few. Oh other yeah, ones. yeah, that was. That's crazy. right. That's right. Well, all that was happening. You know, all of that was happening. I was on a message board. Good. Good job. Good luck. All right, and here they are. It gets so hot this in this scene. Yeah, oh. oh. Where are they? You know, I've been thinking. That night in the hotel room? Yeah, me too. Claire, it's not like uh, I'm not attracted to you. I am. And I'm attracted to you, too. I just don't think we'd work as a couple. No, I mean, you're a typical male chauvinist frat guy. And you're a self-righteous, stuck-up snob. We'd hate each other. I hate you now. Not as much as I hate you. You wanna? Uh -huh. Yeah. You never ask. Give me <laughs> <laughs> oh my god that's the 10 of kissing you know, I, I mean listen good stuff yeah, yeah. <laughs> they do have good on-screen chemistry i can yeah. say that yeah and the, that must have been so that was season six i guess that was season that six. was season six thank you for all that larry Holly, it was very Holly. good for me to see claire in all of those types of scenarios i really wow. greatly appreciate she that like, she was dressed as a genie for my dream of genie that's right. And the thing is, I've said to you Thank said you times, Campbell. the more I was starting to like Claire Arnold, the character, I realized now that I was liking Larry Mullen. <laughs> and Chuck, because you put all the words in her mouth. Uh, okay. Um, I think that's the really, those are the big relationships that we have to talk about. After you guys left, there is, of course, Hillary Swank comes into the show and Steve has a relationship with her. And does she have a child? Does she have a child? She has a child that oh we've had Zach, Zach you know, on the show. These are show killers. He was, young, he was a young, he was a young, young eight to 10, but uh, it didn't work out with, with her on the show. Um, and that, that ended quickly. I will play one last clip of the person that he winds up with because only because it ended up uh, being such a big deal in the series. I very rarely think i shouldn't say very i don't really think that they always get it right at the last two seasons but i do think that they get uh this one right i steve take you janet to be my wife to be my wife and i promise before god and these witnesses before god and these witnesses do you mind if i take it from here Janet, I swear in front of the people who mean the most to me to love you for the rest of my life. You have given me so much to be thankful for. For you. For our family. I will fill our lives with love and devotion. And in these arms, you will always have shelter. And in my heart, you will always have a home. You have showed me the true meaning of partnership and help make me a better person. Oh my gosh, <laughs> me too. You go. It I'm in like the... It sounds like it was written by Chat GBT. Hey, um, yeah, Pete, Pete. Um, yeah, that was like, he must <laughs> have paid someone for that. He didn't have me here. <laughs> stop. After about 20 seconds. Stop, guys. Listen, I, the, the writing aside, the actress who we've met, you guys met on the on that dual podcast, Lindsay Price. Oh, it, we should go out for a drink or something. It's or a ball game or dinner, but this uh, was painful. 
<laughs> yeah, and why was no one else dressed up? Why would they be over one? Oh, okay. Up? Hold, hold, hold up. And I'm sorry to say this. Listen, I, I just I don't mean to offend anybody about it, but one of the things about the the Walsh family part of the show was yeah, we were made to these people were Scotch Irish, and we wrote them as they were Jew, as they were Jewish family because we were Jewish writers. <laughs> we knew how to do that. That was the most fucking goyish moment. Nostalgic pod blast the jump the shark moment. Why would he? And I could just see Okay. I'm sorry. I'm not. I was not down with that. That was upsetting. The actress. Lindsay Price is is phenomenal. I, we'll I, I'm sure later. Lindsay. We've seen her before. We we love Lindsay. I you know I can't be responsible. Yeah. But Chuck, before you leave, somebody wrote this. Oh. He that Steve had the best character develop of everyone on the show. Do you agree <laughs> with? Do you agree with that? Well, I I can only comment. You know, for one to five. But in one to five, yeah, there was development there. But the other thing is, is that because we used him as comic relief a lot. The one thing about comedy, and this is the kind of the secret of comedy, is your characters don't change. Mm. I mean, that's what you want. I, I, I believe that too. I think we were, but in a way, he uh, he became more sensitive and more open, and and uh, and his fears your, more, and more vulnerable. Your, it became more vulnerable. I guess. Yeah, you lose your comedy, so you don't really do. So in that, we didn't try to develop him all that much, but there was an, always a natural development. And I think in season five. We really set him up to be in that path of that and with things with the relationships with the father and Keg. But, you know, in terms of the romance is what we were talking about today. Larry, do you feel that you had him a couple of more seasons? Do you feel that you were able to do that with his character as well? I, I think, you know, I think, and, and hi, Crystal. I think, you know, in a, in a way it's satisfying because he's, he, his, 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 his changes are so incremental, the small, but there really are changes because by the end, you know, having to go through the breakup, the different breakups and having the relationship with Claire and being really challenged all along the way. I, I think he, he does. He does grow a bit. But again, as Chuck says, we didn't want to. You don't want to change that character and then become something else. And perhaps that's why the problem was with the Hillary Swank thing. All of a sudden now he's in a very he's like he's like Jesse uh, Vasquez. He's like married to a woman with a kid. I mean, it's like right. It's like it, you can't win for losing on that. That that wasn't yeah. There was nowhere to go with that in a show like this for this long, and it just it just was too bad. I mean, they just you know they tried. They you know their mandate was to change the show. I remember that's what I would heard. How much they wanted to change. The Holly show. says nine hundred two one zero is done for me when Larry and Chuck left. <laughs> So there you, you go. Know, they, That's they, very well, nice to well, say. Well, I, they, I, they thought they could change it. They, you know, they did. You know what Chuck did was take it from high school to college, which is a change. So to go from college to the real world, you know, it could have been done, but you have to stay with the template, man. <laughs> I will say, that, don't make enough. don't make them ordinary. You know, they're extraordinary lives. Just want to say that Lindsay Price was really great and did did bring a lot of great out of Ian Ziering, the actor. The two actors together in those last two seasons, maybe that the writing wasn't where you would want what, what wanted it to be, but they she really the two of them really did have great on screen chemistry, and I would say that it was the best for him. If you two, if other writers, if you want to argue that point, wrote it differently, maybe it would have been a little bit better. But there was something very special about the that 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 relationship, especially with Janet herself and. 
and all that. So I'm just gonna stand up for season ten. She did not. They had a kid. They got married and they had a kid too. They had a kid to. They never. They took the. They cut the balls out of this. This is season ten. This is boring. This is really. Well, let's cut Brandon's balls. Look, if if I would have had Steve, when he gives exactly. You know, but this is season wedding, 10. The wedding, scene, the right wedding scene should have been Steve set. giving that whole speech, and then we pull back and he's wearing no pants. Okay? That's what it should have been. <laughs> yeah. I mean, what? No. Uh, season 10. So this, they had to wrap this stuff up. Steve needed to get married. He needed to have a baby. You, you know what I mean? Uh, Dylan and, and Kelly were together. It's I. You know, I have to That's tell you. fine. But, Pete, I'm going to just tell you, you now got you know, we now have seen this. I've had to watch this. Yes, so I'm so sorry. You that when you put that on a clip of uh, eight, nine, and ten, and I'm on the watching it with you, <laughs> don't expect me to be there. Okay, I, I, I just want to say we are getting such a reaction from people that love how you're reacting <laughs> to to that clip. You know, I imagine you know, these are the fans; they understand. Look at and when you get to be. You know, an elderly, you know, dude, you realize there's only so much time. <laughs> How much time are you going to spend doing what you're going to be spending? Right. I'm not going to spend any of it with eight Watching season spend. end. I, I got you. The fans. <laughs> okay. Let's you know. end on a let's end on a positive note. Our friend Chance says, "Happy International Women's Day to the ladies here." Uh, seems like a perfect thing to say, and to Karen yeah. and and our and our friend Jessica Klein as well, who were uh, and Amy Spees, who all wrote for the show as well. Mention those names uh, and Bethany Rooney and all the great directors and actresses that came along uh, the pathway of nine hundred two one zero. So this has been great, guys. Uh, let's do more characters and some music down the line because we're. I had a lot of fun looking at this today. Okay. All right. Thank many you. Thank you very much. His crushes. All right. All right. Have see you all everybody. next week. See you around. Bye. Amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen. Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups. It's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. With LinkedIn Jobs, we tap into a network of more than a billion professionals to help you find quality professionals quickly and easily for any role you need. Marketing wizards? Found them. Software engineers? Found. That project manager I could never seem to hire? And found. LinkedIn Jobs quickly matches your roles with candidates with the right skills and experience. In fact, 86% of small businesses get a qualified candidate within 24 hours. Post your first job for free and get started at linkedin.com slash spoken. That's linkedin.com slash spoken. Terms and conditions apply.